This is Good Hope FM News. Good evening. The city of Cape Town has welcomed a ruling by the High Court upholding its decision not to allow the annual Fuersmarki Minstrel Parade to take place tomorrow. Earlier this week, the city declined an application by the Cape Minstrel Association to hold the event. It said organizers had failed to produce the required plans and had outstanding debt from a previous event. The association approached the court to overturn the city's decision. The court, however, found in the city's favor. The ruling means the Fuersmarki Marky Parade will not be held for the first time in 20 years. It is a build-up to the minstrel's traditional Tweede Nivear celebration. Cape Town Mayoral Committee Member for Tourism and Events, Eddie Andrews. The city welcomes the, the ruling this afternoon by the courts. Uh, it um, sort of vindicates us that we follow due process and uh, important to note that this conversation started about six to eight months ago where we have conversation with minstrels to ensure full compliance when the committee actually convenes to discuss an event application. And unfortunately, this week when the committee sat, um, they were not compliant. In that regard, we could not issue uh, a permit, and because we've got to adhere to applicable legislation. The annual general meeting of the University of Cape Town's convocation descended into chaos after a motion was introduced declaring a motion of no confidence in Vice-Chancellor Max Price yesterday. The motion was proposed by Timothy Crow for, pres- for Price's agreement with Fees Must Fall protesters on the eve of the exams. Fees Must Fall protesters briefly interrupted proceedings with a woman exposing her breasts. Price defended the agreement he reached with the protesters pointing out that it allowed exams to proceed without disruption. Former District 6 resident in Cape Town, Sheikh Ismail Karan of the Al-Azhar Mashit Mosque, says he has forgiven the apartheid government for oppressing his family, although he has not forgotten. Karan took part in an interfaith march in the CBD today to mark Reconciliation Day. He says he was 17 when police vans moved to demolish his home on a cold June morning in 1972. Karan says the coming together of various religions to mark the day is commendable. We didn't call it interfaith that time. We lived it. People of the Christian denomination, Jewish, Buddhist, Hindu, uh, Muslim, we just, we just lived together. We, we just found our common humanity. In fact, it was natural for us to just live together as human beings. The presidency says President Zuma is fine and has not been injured while making his reconciliation address at Gopani village in Zerust. The president cut short his speech when a severe storm hit the area. Presidential spokesperson Bongani Nkolunga says the president left the marquee because it was becoming unsafe. At least seven people have obtained minor injuries following, following today's storm. Meanwhile, DA leader Musi Maimani says 2016 was a year in which the focus had been on South South Africans' differences. In his Reconciliation Day statement, Maimani said he did not believe that the view was a true reflection of how far the country's people had come in building a united country. Maimani says more South Africans are working to ensure that the motto of unity in diversity is not merely a phrase. He says a better South African can only be built when people realize that differences bring them together. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vanya Collison.